0: Jerks in the fourth row, back with another episode. Uh, Recently, we've been doing uh, shorter episodes in our spontaneous series. So this morning, Dog gave me a call uh, while I was on the treadmill saying, uh, yo, I've got this idea. You've got an hour today. I said, yeah, I've got an hour. Uh, I don't think this podcast will be that long, but we're going to record just something that kind of came up off the cusp. Uh, Dog, you want to line up what it is we're going to be talking about today?
1: Yeah. uh, So Maddie and I, my roommate, have been talking about essentially what makes a movie unwatchable. Um, So, both, you know, movies that you'll never watch again, you know, essentially movies that you you would have walked out of or just will never watch again, or also movies that you never will watch. So, something like uh, Broad Strokes, we talked about beforehand, Mr. Popper's Penguins. You watch the. Trailer for that, and all of a sudden, Jim Carrey—you know—it's just like I, I, just won't
0: watch. Okay, so we're thing. trying to dr- we're trying to define quickly, like the line of movies that we, if we see them, either the trailer or whatever, that we just won't even give the time of day to, and and right, and, so. and try to constitute the characteristics of that mo- of those types of movies that just turn us completely off, and we turn the TV completely off, or switch the channel, or whatever platform. As soon as we see a movie like this,
1: yeah. So basically, right off the bat, like broad strokes, a one to ten rating. Like what movie? Like what? What's a rating that you just can't watch? So
0: like five and below, four and below, it's just unwatchable. Um, I guess I haven't thought of it in like a scale, but yeah. I guess I guess that's that's probably good. I mean, are you you're. So are are you applying your own rating to it, or if you just look on like IMDb, or if you look at someone else's rating, you would just say, okay, no, I'm not giving that time of, that movie the time of day. Like, what what who's rating are you talking about? As we've
1: discussed in the past in our ratings podcast, I mean it's kind of you know we use a combo. It's it's our own personal feeling, but also if it gets a you know a wicked high rating, okay, it's on IMDb or something. It's like, all right. We might have to check that out, even though we think it's a three.
0: Yeah. So I Um, I would say, I guess in personal rating, if it's anywhere between a two and a four and a half or a two and a five, I won't, if it's a, between like a zero and a one or zero and two, I guess, then if it's that bad and like there's jokes around it, like, what was the one Bird Box or like wasn't that one like notoriously bad or something like that? What was the one with Sandra Bullock? It was like the blind where she has to go blind the entire time, like a G I mean, like a Glee. If there's something that like the internet's making fun of of how bad it is, or if, you know, just not the internet but our, our so, friends, so then I'll, here, I'll, but... tune, I'll tune in. If it's that bad, I need to see how bad of a train wreck it is.
1: There's there's totally value in, in cringeworthiness. Uh, so, like, you, you know, re-watching something or watching something just for the cringe value is is certainly something. Like, that's why, I like, a movie that gets a, the lowest rating ever, it's almost like you have to watch that. But like, how how did this happen? But these are... I, I What we're talking about today are more movies that you actually just can't even stand. They're so... Like, they're right, like you said, like, between a two and a five, like, they're so bad and so boring or whatever like it's it's that bad where it's it's not bad enough to even watch
0: yeah so i i think for, for me i think for me that the, generally speaking if it's a low budget like netflix or hulu show like I, you can tell like within the first five minutes like okay this is a low budget there's no actors in this the acting is terrible the plot like the plot might might st- draw me in but if, if, if I'm very aware that these are just all amateur actors, amateur director, amateur production, I can't stand like those, I I guess back in the day they'd be called made for TV movies, but now they're just like Netflix and Hulu and all these places, these platforms just have so much money that they'll give anyone a chance. And it's more filler stuff. It's more, these are the the Netflix shows that, you know, make up the reason why they have this huge catalog, but they're just being stuffed in here, and they're they're not very entertaining. So, low production is usually a turn off for me, and I, I will actually turn off a show if, if I can tell it's just film school shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, production value is definitely something I have written down. Like for me, CGI, like really, a, a like overuse of CGI or the a combination of real life and CGI is just kind of obnoxious to me, and I just can't. I can't be sold on it. I mean, an example of that is kind of like you know the second, uh, prequels to Star Wars, like Star Wars episode one and two with Jar Jar Binks, like you know that like it, Jar Jar Binks is like a a fine line of like if if it wasn't Star Wars, I wouldn't have watched it.
0: In okay, the first but so when we're talking about unwatchable, like, did you sit through that entire those entire two movies?
1: I did, but I probably wouldn't again.
0: Okay. So we're also, def- like, so you, you would give these, all right, all right, I know we talked about this in our last podcast, but what about Venom 2? Would you, would you just never go see that again?
1: Uh, I would never go see that again. Will I watch it? Like, it's not, I don't think it was so bad that it's unwatchable. So, like, all right. So we, we've also discussed on prior podcasts to uh, Dumb and Dumber 2. Um, where we as a family went and actually right around Thanksgiving time, we all went in theaters and and almost walked out like that's an
0: unwatchable. I think movie. you're remembering that wrong. No one, no one said, Hey, let's get out of here. Like we stayed to close. the end of that one. I, it was close. Well, I, I would watch it again. So I, I think, I think our tastes are a little bit different. I think i I'd be willing to give more stuff a chance, uh, I don't know, if, if it's got a major celebrity in it and I know and I can tell like the production's okay, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a good movie, but it does mean that I will give it a chance and whether I watch it again or not is, I don't know, is I guess we'd have to go movie by movie. So do you have any examples of stuff like continuing on of movies that you just will not watch based off of either the trailer or your experience with them?
1: So yeah, so... I think everybody knows if you listen to this podcast I I have a real distaste for all these remakes that are happening and like the oversaturation of said remakes. But anyways, I think all right, so one example would be the the new uh, or which was probably like 5 years ago, but uh, they redid Aladdin with Will Smith. <laughs> and like and I you know, I, I gave Jungle Book the remake a chance and I was like, "Okay, whatever, it's you know, not great, but it's But like the so my buddy Dylan Went and saw it and just explained how bad it was and he played played for me the uh, the soundtrack a little bit of like Prince Ali, ha ha, Ali, B, ho, ho, woo. Like it was just like <laughs> Will Smith shit, but on, he was the genie and I guess that CGI was like, that looked terrible too. Like his face just like on a CGI genie looked really just kind of strange. Um and So, anyways, so, that, did you so did you actually
0: Aladdin. watch Aladdin? Did you watch it? No. no. Okay. And so I, I did watch out. that. Mo- I watched that movie. It, I think we're on a plane. I think Crystal and I were coming back from somewhere. That makes
1: perfect sense that you were watching that on a plane.
0: <laughs>
1: what, why? Like, why? The shittiest movies go to planes. Like you never. <laughs> that's like a stereotype.
0: I don't like, know, man. I, we just came back from Crystal and I just came back from her birthday honeymoon in Mexico and i watched there's a pretty good list i thought that there's a pretty good list i stayed entertained that that movie minari with uh, the one that won an oscar or or a couple of awards at the it's about it's about an asian american family like trying <laughs> to trying to make it in america in like in like the 80s i thought that that was that was on the plane i had never seen that one that was good and of course i watched fast and furious 9 on the plane too which we should do a whole another podcast about that because scene is in it and it's it's very good <laughs> well in the
1: I, I bet you in the day that's a whole other thing like in the days of streaming watching stuff on a plane is different but remember, back in the day when they they would just like choose the mo, like yeah. d-roll nbc stuff that, right you know you, I mean? you wouldn't
0: just... have a choice they'd give you your headphones and like we're playing this you like yeah. it or not anyways back to aladdin when i was watching that it was just like sometimes when a performance is so good or like when, when Robin Williams was the genie it's just like you don't touch that from here on out you just don't touch that and even if as great as of an actor and as great as, as much as I like will Smith it was just kind of like okay I'm very aware I'm watching a remake of of the the best version
1: there's there's and there's a lot of these remakes I mean so that's a thing I, I think that I'm already so if we're if we're making a list of so criteria that uh, unwatchable stuff, like r- being a remake is, is usually like, you know, one of the first steps of me being like, okay, this is gonna suck. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm already gonna be biased. Um, Cause th- there's also this Disney uh, print or the, uh, excuse me, Cinderella remake um, where they tried to modernize it and the fairy godmother is a really flamboyantly sassy gay guy. And it's just like, in the, it's like a hip hop Cinderella. And it's, it's, it, I found it through Reddit. Like some of the, there was someone posted this and like, this actually exists. And uh, I'm surprised, and it, I'm surprised
0: they went through with that fairy godmother. And they, they, well, that, I mean, it's just the
1: attempt, there's, there's a lot of attempts to modernize and kind of, um, you know, yeah, modernize some of these old stories or, you know, kind of, um, yeah, re- replace
0: yeah. the characters with a non traditional, you know, Non-white, you know, non right, you know right. cis person.
1: Um, sure. So, but anyways, so a lot of these remakes are just that's that's one. Like, I I already have my eyebrow raised when I see, you know, so, like you said, Will Smith covering Robin Williams doing one of his classic roles. So that, that's that's something again that would add to the criteria um which i mean disney me, I
0: disney i feel like there's they've done over the last 5 years they've just done that for all of their classics like they've done like yeah. this half yeah. cgi half half real life rendition of everything really like right, beauty right. And, the, and the beauty and the beast beauty and the beast did. lion king uh the lion king one was okay uh, but it it was more cartoon than than anything because there's no actual people in it, right? And those ones
1: I don't think are unwatchable, like Beauty and the Beast and Lion King. But the the one with Aladdin, the Will Smith, the whole the whole shtick it just really rubbed me the wrong way. And I I think my you know Dylan, who's you know yeah classically a caricature himself, was doing Will Smith, and he's completely like I. I, I couldn't look at it the same after that. But especially, you listen to that, look up that Spotify, that album right now, Aladdin with Will Smith, and it's just like, he also, he's not a good singer, so they like auto-tune a lot of it, and it's really
0: bad. Ah, um, it's too bad. <laughs> All right, so, so what other, well, I feel like we're spending a lot of time on Aladdin. What other movies did you have that you're that are just unwatchable? Like, have you ever seen Geely? I haven't. Would, you, would you watch it? So, uh, I
1: would just because it's infamous so you you know you've mentioned it many times and it, 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 like you said it's got a couple of big stars so i think it, it's worth watching just for the joke's sake um but when you mentioned earlier like oh if it's got a big star like i'll watch it so wh- what do you feel about all these adam sandler netflix movies mm. so for me they're like after ridiculous six which i think was the first netflix movie he put out uh, which is unwatchable uh, it's it's so bad he pulls in weight too there's like terry cruz uh, there's there's all these popular actors. I mean, I'm not going to list them all, but uh, and it is absolutely terrible. Okay,
0: so like, I'll I'll say that for the Adam Sandler movies, I won't go seeking them out myself. If I'm just at home by myself and I have, you know, if I'm going to be watching a movie, n- no, I'm not watching that. If I'm with a group of people and they want to watch that, then I'm I will sit there and I'll watch it. And I don't know. Then th- that, but that's pretty much the only setting. So there's two different. So you know what I'm saying. Like, if you're watching in a group, like, say, we, for instance, Thanksgiving's coming up. And if someone, you know, sometimes someone will pick a movie, it wouldn't be my top choice or maybe not even in my top 100 choices. But if we're all sitting around and watching a movie, I'll sit I'll sit through it. I, I won't, like, get up and leave.
1: So what if, uh, this is just another one of my, what if mom, okay, we're, <clears throat> so mom is notoriously bad at choosing movies. This isn't <laughs> news or anything. I'm not slighting her. She'll hear this. Um, so, but she loves musicals. And and Cats came out this past year, a year before, and it was again infamously bad with the CGI and just the execution of it. But that's something that like she would choose to like want to sit that like if it was her choice, like oh let's watch Cats or you know what I mean like. Um
0: yeah, so I think that the room would veto that if we were just all together. But if mom, if I was just home, I don't know if if not that this scenario happens much. But if we, if mom and I were just home and she's like oh. I, Love cats. Like, I need you to, I want you to watch it. I want you to, then I would do that. I would watch it. I don't think she
1: actually does like that story, just for the record. Okay, but I know,
0: I get you. You're, you're putting, you're giving an example, right? But, right. Yeah, so I, I think I would, I wouldn't like it, or or, I don't know if I would like it or not because I've never seen it, but I would, I would sit through it with her because it's an experience. Obviously, if I'm sitting here at home, never, I would never watch that. But I think that there's scenarios where you would, uh, you know, give if someone else has a taste and they they recommend it, then yeah, I would give it a chance. But it, it, would, but be, it would be more of for, like a polite watch than a than something that I would look forward to. But unwatchable is like essentially you leave the room. Not, not not
1: leave the room out of spite or like you don't just like huff and leave the room. But I mean, it's it's you'll never watch it again. It's that bad. So, anyways. Like something, you know, we've discussed the love guru and master of disguise. So some of these characters who you can see beforehand, like these caricature characters that are just going to absolutely flop. Like you. So those are, again, another possible criteria, like a a zany character that you just know is not going to be funny is probably like one that's going to make me not watch a movie. You know,
0: got you. Yeah. I don't think I've watched the love guru more than once. Um, Popper's—you were saying Popper's Penguins at the beginning. I'm sorry. I'm just so intrigued by Jim Carrey. I would watch him sit there and stare at the stare at the screen. Like I, I think if you go back and watch Popper's penguins, and again, I've probably only seen it once or twice. It's on TV all the time. That's the the, that's why the rewatchability is is there mainly because it's just in your face. Uh, But I don't know. It's just him sliding around. Like that's kind of funny to me. I. Maybe I'm simpler than you, but <clears throat> that-
1: No, see for me, I have such a high bar for Jim Carrey because he does some of my favorite roles we've identified in this past year. That he's one of my favorite actors that when he dips low, he dips so low. And I think it's harder for me to watch and it's unwatchable because it's so, it's not cringeworthy,
0: it's just bothersome to me. I, I guess like, I, I'm know, so tied to him that I don't care. So it's the same thing with Robin Williams. This was the last show. It was called The Crazy Ones. It was him and Sarah Michelle Gellar. Me and Will, uh, Will Hayes. We might have been the only people watching this show. It was so bad. And he was just doing, you know, silly, stupid Robin Williams things that just weren't hitting. But I liked Robin Williams so much that I would sit there and watch this shitty network show because he was on it.
1: So that's the, I mean, that's. The star power bringing you back in. Right. If anyone
0: Um, else was sitting... Like, if there was any other actor that was sitting in this role, then there's no way. There's no way. It was that shitty of... But because it had Robin Williams, I'm in.
1: So, no matter what, if Robin Williams is in the movie, it can't be between a two and a
0: five. I will give it a shot. No, it can be between a two and a five, but I will give it a shot. I won't refuse to watch it.
1: I see. So, criteria so far. We got CGI. We have... For me personally, uh, a big actor who I love, gone bad, like Venom Two, like Tom Hardy or like Mister Popper's Penguins, like that kills me. as when one of my favorite actors I know. does a shitty job or takes a shitty film, like that's makes something unwatchable. I can
0: me. I can still see you're wearing that performance on you right now. He that 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 movie did some damage to you, or that whole well, role. Tom Ven- Hardy,
1: we we on this podcast have discussed Tom Hardy in the same breath as Leo and.
0: Leo would ne- Leo would year. never do a movie like this. He would never. Never,
1: never, never, never.
0: Um, twice. <laughs> twice
1: he did. Like that's the thing. Like I mean, that that's what makes I I I. But the action is there, like, and it's so that's the thing with the Marvel Tom Hardy. Universe. If you're
0: li- if you're listening right now, you have ruined Tim's faith in in movies by by acting as what what's his name in Venom? I don't even know. Uh.
1: I should I do yeah, know who's but to I say I, I, I think you've anyways. deleted
0: it from your memory just because it's that bad but Tom Hardy yeah. damn you, oh, you bastard <laughs> <laughs> he's just shook. letting this down uh, uh, you can see Tim he's, he's a little shook right now damn it Tom. I know
1: I can't I honestly I have notes here I can't even focus on all right my, what we'll I, keep, keep going because
0: thing. yeah we're, we're trying to keep this short so we're at 18 minutes yeah let's keep going so
1: we're talking about criteria um, uh, and you know I so Uh, let's see here for me, another, uh, criteria I, I, that I absolutely hate. Some of these movies are the spoof movies, the, uh, so they, there's, uh, epic movie meet the Spartans disaster movie. All these movies that just take popular films and mash them in and make them in, make fun of them, mm-hmm. for me, it's just such a worn out... Like, the Wayne's Brothers did a decent with Scary Movie and all that stuff, but that that parody um, style of just making yeah, fun slap, of popular films... Yeah, slapstick, yeah. It's, it's they, is, they, is they do so too many. worn out.
0: I, and I would say... I, I agree with that. And I would say just anything in, it, like, movies that have way too many sequels that, like... There's a certain level, like for instance, like the Christian Bale Batman, I think if Christian Bale continued to do like 10 Batman, I would, think I wouldn't care. Says the much. guy
1: who just watched Fast 9 on there. <laughs> well,
0: okay, those, the, at least they switch out like characters and stuff like that. Justification
1: of it. All right,
0: fine. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's a good, you call me up. That's good. But you know what I mean like if there's if there's an oversaturation to your point about the epic movies and like the spoof movies if there's an oversaturation I'll stop. I love the Saw movies. I I think that they're on like Saw 7 or 8 like it's just the novelty wears off and it's it's just not as interesting paranormal activity movies I think I've seen all those and really by the fourth one you're just like all right I get it like there's so if they so Matt really
1: made, a, Matt made a really good point too because we i was like how you know i wouldn't have watched Hubie's halloween which is adam sandler one if it wasn't for you he's like yeah but you know you got to have a lower bar for holiday movies or there is a lower bar because it's you know it's it's uh the holiday specific and it's like you're in the mood you'll try it like wouldn't you say your your bar is a little bit lower when you approach a Christmas movie or something like that? So.
0: Yeah, yeah, because so the, the
1: saw so that's how the saw movies hang around. There's always going to be some, you know, it's like okay, it's like it's a how franchise. are
0: really going to it? It's a franchise now. Final Destination was the same thing. I I don't I don't even know how many Final Destinations, but it's just like all right, like the 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 concept was good. I think The Purge is starting to get there too. It's it's a lot, and again these are holiday and scary movies and so. Yeah, it's, but it's starting a
1: saturation. It's the saturation right, point that right. gets, it makes it unwatchable.
0: The the originals are a very novel idea and then they become franchise and they just keep pumping the same thing to you and it's just like okay. So that would be another example of of something unwatchable, oversaturated sequels. So
1: I, absolutely, I mean, and that goes along with those remakes too. Those Disney remakes—they're just—it's it, the same. It's formulae. Like know? in twenty years, um, do you
0: think they'll make another Aladdin? Like, do you think that that's gonna like? Are we are we talking about triples? Because in the superhero movies, they're already doing it. Spider Man. Yeah. How many renditions yeah. of Spider Man have we had? Batman's been doing it for I mean, 40, fifty years, forty years.
1: Yeah, why not? I mean, what's to stop them? Yeah. I mean, this, especially with the success of the Marvel films, the Marvel universe franchise, like the seemingly the you know the sky's the limit. Like, <laughs> where's,
0: where's the roof on this thing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> seriously, like they they have, my, and I don't think he would be upset with me saying nerds like my friend Jake, who are just completely sold on the universe. But like, so- no matter what they do, he's got to watch it in order to. Understand what's going on with the storyline, and they just they got them. Like,
0: yeah, it's just after a certain number. How do you distinguish? I guess I don't know. You're right. We'll go back to Fast and Furious. I could tell you every single one. I could tell you the actors and plot of every single one, but that's really the only one, one I have, I have the patience. It's gonna for. work,
1: and it's and none of that stuff to me is necessarily unwatchable. Um Again, it's not. I I have such a low expectation. Like, so my brav is already raised when going into them that I can. Like, I have such low expectation to begin with that it may not... See, for me, the unwatchable stuff is more about disappointment and, like, frustration Mm -hmm. and, like, you know, like, good, like, opportunities going bad or, like... Or, you know, we we talked about... Okay, so one more point to move on. So we talked about cringeworthiness, and we talked about, you know, when it's a good thing or a bad thing, but oftentimes it's a bad thing. So recently I sent you a, a trailer of a movie called Tiptoes, uh, starring Matthew McConaughey and Gary Oldman in the role of a lifetime oh, playing a, a, a little person, a dwarf. Oh, man. And it, it is so, so, today would never be done. It's, it's so seemingly offensive. And, and I actually watched the movie because I couldn't believe it was a real thing. My buddy Owen had sent me it, I think, initially. And he's like, dude, check this out. Is Gary Oldman is playing a little person. He's like on his knees the whole time, and it's like <laughs> oh, it's really it it's, is so bad. Dinkley, Peter Dinklage is playing right next to him, and is that has, does like this French accent, which is terrible. Like the whole moment, it's really bad. So, well, Don, of,
0: it was it, you sent me the trailer. It was so cringeworthy that I told myself I'm not going to watch this movie in fear. If anyone ever sees my Netflix history, I might get canceled or accosted for watching something like, this I watched
1: it, There was, like, a good sentiment to it. It was trying to bring, like, awareness to little people, but, like, the fact that Gary Ullman plays the main character. Like, it's real. Matthew McConaughey is just, like, in the midst of his rom-com days, so he's coming off of, like, 10 Things I Hate About You or something... Or, or uh, uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, yeah. excuse me. So, like, you know, it's, like, that McConaughey. So it's... Like, it, was like sell out with, scene, it was sell-out was sellout. the opening scene is, like, him getting... Like a blowjob in like this pack It's it's
0: a ridiculous movie. Doug, like you are a, do, go and delete your Netflix history now because watch that is, the
1: trailer. All of you watch the trailer for Tiptoes. It's amazing. So, anyways, and there's one more <laughs> movie to add on tip-toes. to this. This this worthiness and I've mentioned it before, is Leon the Professional, um where it, the uh, I think it's Winona Ryder. As no, a, it's Natalie like, Portman. Natalie Portman, excuse mm-hmm. me, as a as a Young girl who like that they encourage basically the sexuality between her and this older guy it's really uncomfortable. So, anyways, unwatchable again for me because it's that upsetting. So, these criteria that were for me again, as I was saying, uh, my criteria are kind of like things that could have been really good and then just went so wrong that I just can't deal with it. Like like Dumb and Dumber, Dumb and Dumber, or Dumb and Dumber Two. Like it's so disappointing that I it makes me upset. And, Maddie makes fun of me all the time. He's like, he's like, you so upset because he's like, yeah, but he's like, he's like, I can just let them happen. But for me, it's just, it's frustrating.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For you,
1: no, for I, you, it's more like, if it's, it's on, it's more I'll,
0: like a, yeah, no, if it's on, I'll watch it. Like, and especially, like, I right, it's been, there's been so much time too between the last time I've seen Dumb and Dumber 2, which I remember not liking it as well. But if it came back on again, I would, I would sit there for an hour or so and give it, give it some time and just be like, okay, why didn't I like this movie? And like, why don't I watch it again? I think we said on another podcast or a previous podcast, there has been times where we've watched movies once and like, that's garbage. And then five years later, watch it again. We're like, okay, like I do like that. So Dumb and Dumber 2 would fall into that category. Like right now, if, if and God forbid it happens, but right now, if Jim Carrey, if we found out that he passed away or whatever. I think we would go back and look at that movie differently than what we do, than how we do today, and kind of appreciate some of the Jim Carreyness that he does in that movie. Would would you mm. would you agree or disagree with that? I mean, because right now guess, we watched Beverly when we were up at the lake. We watched Beverly Hills Ninja, which you and I, when that came out, that sucked. We went back and we watched it again, and I liked it. Like.
1: Because, you're right because because Chris Farley well because Chris Farley died young everything that he made was so was that much more like yeah but that's how play. we view it
0: today when Beverly Hills ninja yeah. came
1: out it sucked like, yeah it's not a good movie I've watched it again recently <laughs> you,
0: since since we watched it at the lake
1: yeah Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very like it's very offensive um uh but it actually it's it just it's it's sticky, you know what i mean? There's there's just so, so much shtick in it. Yeah. But it's not
0: unwatchable. What okay, so another another couple of things when you called me, i had about an hour to kind of get my wrap my head around it. There's just certain genres that i won't watch either. So like the anime genre, i just don't get it. I i don't want to spend the time to get it. Like that's just something that i i know is a huge billion trillion dollar industry genre whatever. It's just something that if, if, if it's on, then I won't even spend half a second with it on the TV. I just like no, I, I don't have no, the time that's, for
1: that. That's fair. I've had a couple of roommates who, like, I think Cam and Robin both likes anime. And, you know, they try to explain that there's some art to it and there's good writing. And I'm sure I, there is. Yeah, I'm
0: sure I, there is. There's just a capacity of what I watch. I'm sorry. I just, I don't have the time to get into it
1: it's yeah it's something that's be that's that's kind of beyond us um or just something that we don't necessarily there's something there we don't necessarily get
0: yeah i there's also movies too if you're flicking through netflix that just like purposely weren't meant for you and me like not 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 only just our demographic but our age like um there's just movies i don't know like you call them baby movies or if they're like old classic movies like it's the classics is, is a different thing. But you know what I mean? Like sometimes a, a director or an artist or whatever will make a movie and they're just like, I don't care if anyone from the ages of 30 to – or 20 to 50 watch this. This isn't for them. You know what I'm saying? Like so there's those yeah, type of movies yeah. that won't even come up in our diagram. Like we would have to search to the bottom of our Netflix just to see it. Whereas if someone in their you know teens or 20s, that, that just pops up and they'll just click on it because that's in their algorithm. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. Okay.
1: So for me, again, but getting back to the, the core the unwatchable, like for me, I feel like I could watch that stuff as like a sociological study, like be like, what's happening with this? Like, or like, what are kids watching? And I could somehow like get use out of it. Whereas again, something that just rubs me more so the wrong way, yeah. like is, is what's unwatchable. So this is the last thing that I'm going to bring up because I know it's going to be, a, it's a divisive, uh, a top, uh opinion. Uh, so the musical slash screaming event Hamilton, uh, the the rap meets Broadway meets history. I just hated it. Um, <laughs> I really just did not like it at all.
0: That will be um, a controversial statement. Luckily, I can't have an opinion. I've never seen it. Not I'm not saying I'd never watch it. So I don't know if I'd like it or not. I've just never seen it. That one. So I, that one, I, dog, I, I think. Had, that one might be, yeah. may, might be made for stage. So much like the Phantom of the Opera, much like um, Les Mis or whatever, I don't think th- that type of art was made for the stage. And I don't think it's able to translate to video streaming or a movie version. So maybe that, and what was your experience with it? You didn't see it on stage. You saw just the movie, right? No, the no. Movie? So
1: it was, it, we saw it like when it was streaming live or something, it was a ploy to have everybody buy Disney plus so they could see it. Cause it right. was streaming for like, that's right. I remember that. Anyways, yep. And, uh, and anyways, it was also done two acts, you know, much like a, a an actual performance. Uh, cause it was a live performance. Anyways, um, I went to bed in the at the at the break, um, and I think for me I had to I had to figure out why because everybody else loved it not Ross uh, not and not everyone loved it but most people liked it and for me it's the uh, it, it's hip hop being used like scholastically mm-hmm. I feel like I'm I'm jaded from it being used like to you know as a learning tool. It, or as like a learning tool or like in, in a, in a context, that's just like almost like pandering. Um, and, and I understand, you know, there's going to be people who say, you know, you don't understand how, or, or I, I'm missing how, um, you know, history, in, uh, black history and hip hop, you know, it, it being told through hip hop is complementary. for me. I think I just have that association of, it just, again, like, being used scholastically or, like, inappropriately in, in like, a, in the wrong setting as,
0: like... Do, do you think, before you saw Hamilton, flattened. did you think that the concept was cool?
1: I was open to it. Mm-hmm. I was open to the experience because it was so highly sought after. Um, but immediately, it, it it sat wrong. And uh, it, it just, again, something felt very... Uh, very, uh, like, counterintuitive. Yeah, no, I, I know
0: what you're saying. They used to do this. They tried to, like... Like, in school, they would try to, like, connect with kids, right? Right? Like... Yeah. Really? Drugs? It's the wrong way. You know what I mean? It's like... <laughs> right, exactly. That's what I'm like, thinking of. It's like, you know, you're a little off. You're not really getting... But so maybe this was another thing that just wasn't meant for you. You know what I mean? Right. right.
1: And I understand in in general, I think uh, uh, musical theater is not necessarily my jam. Um, But seeing hip hop out of the context that I normally see it in and all. But but again, that is that scholastic, that historical association, the you know, Ben Franklin said to me, it's like, oh, jeez. Like, for <laughs> some something, reason, something something, innately uh, just turns in my stomach. Um, although, you know, again, it's so highly sought after, and I'm, you know, I can't remember the guy's name who, who wrote it, but he's... Juan, you know,
0: Juan Manuel... Uh, it's a three names, something like that.
1: Anyways, uh, guy's clearly a crazy talent, and, like, I'm not denying anyone's talent who's involved, I just... For me, I won't. I won't go back and watch it okay. because Fair it enough. just makes me feel weird. Okay. <laughs> Gen- generally
0: speaking, I think that that will be a controversial take. I'm kind of looking forward to hearing other people's opinion on that yeah, because yeah, I think I it is universally known you. as something that's great. I, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I, I I hope to see it in the. Or I hope to see it on stage before I see it as a movie because um, it's it's that was its original format, but. I'm, I'm curious to see what other people have to say about your comment. There might be others out there. This might be like an emperor's new clothes thing where everyone's just saying, oh, it's so great. And then really there's probably more than a small subset that is just like, I, I don't understand it. So uh, be curious to hear what other people have to say. Maybe this could be a good poll. And
1: again, so for, for me, so much of my reactions to art, as you all know, is a gut reaction. Mm-hmm. And it just, and I really did try um, but that's how poorly it rubbed me was just kind of...
0: Uh, I, I would itself. say music, musicals in general, I, I have the same cringe the adversion to it. The ones that are on, ones that are on um, TV or made for movies or whatever. Like, I, like La La Land was, was uh, something that people were... I think it won an Oscar or it was at least a runner-up or whatever for an Oscar. Uh, Ryan Gosling, uh, Emma Stone, right? That's her name? Like these are, I love those actors, but it was it was a tough watch for me because I'm just not into that theme or that that format. So, whatever. I mean, not not everything's for everyone. But th- that being said, no. I think I would go. Enough time has passed where I think I would go back and watch it to just remind myself how bad it was, but or, or to see if I liked it again. But generally speaking, musicals, I'm with you. All right, Doug. We are we, of course, in True Jerks fashion, said that we we're going to go fifteen, and we're closer to forty now. Uh, any Perfect. any final points?
1: No, I please tell me your opinions on Hamilton because uh, I'm sure again it's going to be a divisive uh, opinion. Yeah. But again, it's nothing. I'm not criticizing. This is like a straight gut reaction to hip hop being in used in that context. Got you. It's just you know.
0: Yeah, no, I, I know it's like let's let's take something that you like and mix it with something else to get a point or hit or a lesson across. I, I right. understand what you're saying. So, but we want to hear from you too. We'll we'll have a couple of cool uh, uh, social media stuff uh, that you can kind of tell us what your cringeworthy or unwatchable uh, you know genres types of movies are. Uh, looking forward to hearing from you, dog. Any last words? Huh?
1: I'm also proud of us
0: for not mentioning Big Bang theory. Um oh, so, yeah. but I think, that's obvious. Yeah. That's it, just a just if you're interested in our in our opinions about that, we did a whole podcast. I think it was probably like 5 or 6 podcasts. Ago. You can go back and listen to that. All right, Doug. Thanks for thanks for this idea and even though we went over, I still had fun doing this. So Peace. Yeah. peace. Set me
1: up to zone out pushing paper stapler, punching the clock until five, holding out to get up to the stage, now I'm